For many believers, the practice of fasting seems very foreign, yet Jesus assumed that we would do it. Why should Christians fast? What should be our motivation in fasting? How do we prepare ourselves for fasting? Join the Brookwood Care Pastors in this three-part series on the spiritual discipline of fasting. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Care Ministries podcast at Brookwood Church. And uh, we are excited to be back with you. And we are continuing uh, in our series about fasting. And um, again, as we discussed last week uh, in the podcast, podcast number one in this series, um, the reason we put a question mark behind that was because uh, it's not necessarily a... um, It's not a popular topic. I don't think people talk about it a lot. And, um, you know, we tried to set the the pace for it, you know, being that it should be part of our walk. And um, as we'll be discussing over the next two two podcasts that, um, you know, there was an expectation of it. Um, And as Josh has pointed out in our in in preparing for our podcast, there's just not a lot of verbiage uh, in the Bible about it. So, um, we will do our best to uh, try to make it a little 3D instead of uh, just a blurb that you read real quick and then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, what we wanted to talk about was preparing yourself. Um, if you uh, have decided or you feel led that you're going to, to do a fast, um, you know, how do you prepare yourself? You know, how do you pre- uh, prepare yourself physically? Um, how do you prepare yourself spiritually? And um, we're all going to kind of talk about our uh, experiences with that. And uh, as always, uh, Doug Wildman is here. Hello there. And uh, Josh Masters. Here I am. We're all here. <laughs> and so uh, we're all going to kind of kind of give you a little uh, taste into what our experiences have been with, with our uh, fasting uh, and others too. Um, a couple of things to... Um, uh, to think about before you start, and that is, um, I guess, a disclaimer, so to speak, is is what we said, which was, um, you know, if if you're going to go into a fast, um, it is good to talk with someone who has done it before, and uh, we'll leave the number for the care department at the end of the podcast. We'd be happy to to uh, help you with that if if you want to. Um, you know, always check with your family doctor if you feel like there's some medical issues that are going on that could, um, you know, cause a problem or difficulty. You want to make sure um, uh, if you have any question that that you do that. Um, another thing is to stay hydrated. If you're going to fast, drink lots of water. Drink water before you start. Drink water while you're in the middle. <laughs> drink water on the end. Yes. Uh, because you're not if, – if you're doing a food fast, which is what we're discussing um, – you know, you you need to keep your body hydrated because if you become dehydrated during that time, um, physically you will you'll be languishing. You'll be you'll be suffering. Hmm. Um, and then lastly, uh, the uh, or actually there's two things. One is is the softening of your foods before the actual fast. Um, eating more um, vegetables, eating more fruit, eating more light 
kinds of things so that your body isn't uh, in shock when you go so long without eating. If, you, if you're going to go a day, that's going to help your digestion. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, and we got this from Josh, um, if you're a heavy caffeine drinker or a heavy sugar eater, you might want to uh, begin to lessen how much you intake uh, leading up to your time uh, because it doesn't take long for your body to uh, be a little upset with you if you're not giving it the same amount of caffeine and the same amount of um, sugar that it's used to. Yep. Yeah, if you're going without food and you're going through caffeine withdrawal at the same time, that's a rough yeah. transition. So yep. I often will cut out coffee two or three or four days before I start a fast. Yeah. Maybe even consider slowly adding a little bit of decaf to the mix because I made that mistake and got a, a, I mean, it was a terrible migraine. Mm. So yeah, just cautionary note. Yeah. Then of course my wife always points out that if I need to trim off coffee three or four days before a fast, maybe I shouldn't be drinking right. coffee. That Maybe that's <laughs> an issue, but- um, Could be. That's what we call in Celebrate Recovery denial. So yeah. I, there's a group for that, and I'll continue to consider that. You'll, you'll be the king on the throne of that one, right? Um, okay, and so, you know, as you, you know, if, if you're in a place where you're going, okay, I'm going to fast, I, f- I feel like I, um, you know, have done those kinds of things to kind of get me started or to get me to the place where I'm ready. Um, you know, Doug, we, we talked about, um, you used two words, you used tone and atmosphere yeah and i thought those were uh kind of interesting as a good segue into yeah kind of what do you mean by setting the tone or setting the atmosphere for your fast yeah um what i meant when i said tone and atmosphere is that i think every one of us um has ways that we prepare ourselves you know for any kind of spiritual endeavor so for me um I've always enjoyed the outdoors. So being able to go out into nature, you know, going by the river, um, looking at the trees, you know, um, all of all of those things that you enjoy doing in solitude. And there's just something about being in the quiet, in the outdoors by yourself, um, for me anyway, that kind of prepares my heart for any kind of spiritual endeavor. Um, going into old churches, that's another thing. Um, it just gives me a sense of awe and reverence. Um, just generally kind of spending time in silence. Um, I've talked with other people who have other things that they do. We don't want this to feel like a ritual in any way. Um, but it's more to just put our our minds in the place to um, give and receive um, when it comes to... Um, meeting with God. Um, so I don't know, do you guys have any kind of things that you do to kind of put your mind in the right place to receive from God or to, to fast? Yeah. I mean, I think what you're saying is, is, um, like I know the last time I fasted, um, just constantly asking God to, to give me strength and to help me on the, you know, on Mm -hmm. the front side of things, you know, I found that I was more, um, I think you're right. I was more mindful because I knew it was coming. I mean, it was going to be a whole day, but I I had a busy day. And so I I guess the fleshly side of me was concerned. I wasn't, I was speaking and it was going to be a, that was going to be a busy day. And so I think I just kept coming back. And I think you're right. There's a, there's that, 
I've, I found myself not in my phone, not on TV, not listening to music as much. And mm-hmm. like you said, just, you know, almost like an athlete prepares themselves yep. for, you know, a, a big uh, competition or a game or something. You know, they, they talk about getting yourself mentally right. So, yeah, yeah I would I would concur. I think that yeah. that is helpful because it it centers you well, even like when you're getting ready to read the the Bible, for mm-hmm. example, you know, you kind of put yourself in a mindset to receive. Right. Um, we may not articulate it, but I think we do. We do kind yeah. of set the tone. Some people will light a candle, for example, or mm-hmm. they'll have a cup of tea or um, something like that. But it, just like you have yes. right there, um, it, it's a, a day that is set aside from all other days. Right. So that you're you're putting yourself in that that frame of mind to receive. Yeah, and I think in terms of tone, I often try, I can't always, because like you said, Gene, the, when we did a 24-hour fast together, we were all still working. But yeah. my preference in setting the tone is to combine that spiritual discipline with the spiritual discipline of solitude. Mm-hmm. I like to get by myself. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in a specific place, mm-hmm. but... I find that, and I'm just going to be transparent, that when I do fast, I'm a little bit more grumpy by nature. <laughs> and and my people, and people, like I find places of peace, but but I'm more short with people. Like I, I, I don't, and that can then pull me out of me trying to connect with God. So if mm-hmm. I can to set the tone, I will do it when I don't have to be somewhere else and I can sort of isolate myself um, unless I'm fasting with other people, then I'll isolate myself with those people. Um, they're back home in Vermont every year. My wife and I had another couple that we would fast with uh, at the beginning of the year. So we would we would find ourselves in solitude with them mm-hmm. and seek God together cool. with them. But yes. going out into the world is sometimes difficult. So to I set sent- the tone, I, I try to get away. I um, sometimes will listen to certain music mm-hmm. to put myself in that right frame of mind. There's one that's called um, Hymn of the Cherubim. It's a Tchaikovsky. Um, it, it is, um, you just feel like you're ushered into the presence of God. Just little things like that. I, I think uh, everybody's got their own little things that they do, but find something that works for you mm-hmm. um, to you know, help you to, to have the right frame of mind. And I think what you what you said is is important is it, is it's probably something that you already enjoy doing, mm-hmm. like nature, the beach, the woods, you know, being still, being in solitude. It's just what you're adding to that experience now is is the fast. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then Josh, you were going to talk about so how do you actually make a plan for all of this? And we're kind of bleeding into that a little bit, but. Yeah, it's important that you're planning, that you're being intentional. Mm -hmm. This isn't just you wake up and go, I'm not going to eat today and then go about your business, you know, because the desire of fasting is to be drawn closer to God. The idea is that you're saying, I am going to spend this amount of time, whether it's one meal or one day or three days um, or whatever God is calling you to do, Mm -hmm. that you're saying, I'm going to purposefully lean on God rather than lean on the things of this world. Mm -hmm. And the greatest example of us having a need from the world is food. 
So we're putting aside right. the provision of this world to lean on God. So if you're not making a plan to specifically lean on God and to spend time with God and to connect with God, then you're just going hungry. That's all. You're not going to get anything spiritual out of it. There's not going to be any fruit. So before you go into a time of fasting, make a plan as to how you're going to connect with God. Are you? How are you going to replace the food with spiritual food? Mm-hmm. Are you going to set aside specific hours to read the Bible? Are you going to spend specific time, like you said, in the woods, in the forest, out mm-hmm. in nature. You've got to set aside the time to do that and make a plan. Otherwise, you're just going to get caught up in the busyness of life and just be hungry. So one of the things I would say is ask God how he wants to communicate mm-hmm. with you during the fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants to communicate with you through his word. Maybe he wants you journaling. Maybe he wants you mm-hmm to be sitting quietly and meditating. So ask God how he wants to communicate with you in the fast. And uh, we're going to talk more about this next week, but ask God what he wants you to get out of the fast. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll expand on that next week, but that's important because this is about seeking God. So make a plan to replace the food with spiritual food. Set times, set places, Ask God how he wants to communicate with you and think about how the fast is going to affect things and people that are outside the fast but still in your world. So, for example, very often the enemy doesn't like it when you fast. Mm. So if you're going to get invited to a dinner, it's going to be the day that you have decided that you're going to fast. And as we read the first week of this podcast series, Jesus said, you know, don't try to get credit for fasting. Do it in secret. Do it between you and God. So if you have that on your mind and someone comes up and says, hey, can you go out to dinner with us tonight or tomorrow night? you may get tongue-tied because you're like, I'm not supposed to say. What what, what should I say? So think ahead of time what you're going to say to people. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean make up a lie, but how are you going to handle the question? I'm sorry we're not available, right? But have that in your head because otherwise you can get tripped up when someone asks you. So I think it's important to just set aside time before you fast to make a plan on how you're going to fast and think through how you're going to spend your time. And it's funny that you say that because the the last time I I um, fasted, I was at a conference, and unbeknownst to me, all the speakers they catered lunch that day for all the speakers. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I was getting ready to walk out, and one of the other speakers was like, "Hey, we you know we got whatever for lunch," and I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And they're like, "Yeah, come on!" And I was like, "No, I'm gonna." And it was like God was so it was lunchtime, and God was it was almost like God was going, you know, go sit with them. And so I'm sitting there drinking my water, and everyone else is eating, you know, and they're like, you're not going to eat? And I was like, no. I said, I'm not not eating lunch today. Now, one of my Uh, friends was with me, asked me, are you fasting? Oh, really? And I kept it between me and my friend, and I said, yes. And they said, well, I'll I'll pray for you during lunch, you know, because it was tough. It It was food I liked. So you're right. Sometimes it does oh, happen. That is so funny. And here's what's funny is is my plan was to go to my car. So I had the plan, but also, and I think this is what Doug was saying, was you know how we posture ourselves when we come into it. I was humble enough and and trying to be aware enough where God was saying, "No, I want you to I want you to stay here." Right. Mm-hmm. Which made it more difficult. 
But it also made me realize I've got to ask him to help me. So like literally I was keeping my eyes closed because the sight of it was hard. The smell of it was really hard, but the sight of it was even, but then it passed. You know, that was the great part was there was a feeling of, oh man, God sustained me. Right, you know, and, but you didn't lie either. No, you no, no. you just said I'm not having lunch yeah, today. Not, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't say, oh, I'm not hungry. Meanwhile, yeah. your stomach's growling in there. <laughs> oh, guys, I have to tell you, I I went to my car that day, and Justine walks up and knocks on the window with <clears throat> with cookies in her hands. What? I'm I'm not I'm not making this Man. up. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, and there was and there was brownies in the kitchen <laughs> at the church. I was like, oh. Man, I'm glad I wasn't here then. I'm glad. I wasn't. Yeah, that's rough. So the enemy will put obstacles in your way. Yeah, he doesn't want you fasting. He doesn't want you connecting or leaning on God. So be ready for that. That's another part of that preparation is to be prepared. So the one thing that we haven't talked about is the reasons to fast. Like, what can you get out of fasting? When should you be fasting? And there's some biblical examples of that, but we'll talk about that next week. So why don't we pray and close out this week, and then and then we'll see you next week. Yep. Father God, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you for this conversation. Uh, we thank you for your word, and we just ask that you would put on our hearts what you want us to do. And each person that is listening to this podcast, we don't want them to emulate what we have done. We want them to hear from you what you are calling them to do. And so I pray, Lord, that each one of us would be drawn closer to you and that you would be glorified through our lives and through our actions. In the name of Christ, amen. 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 We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. If we can be an encouragement for you as you grow in your prayer life, or if you would just like to connect with us at Brookwood Care Ministries, you can call us at 864-688-8355, or you can visit us at brookwoodchurch.org forward slash care.